Section 7 of England, Scotland, Ireland, and Wales. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The World's Story, Volume 10, England, Scotland, Ireland, and Wales, edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 7. The Battle of Nesseby by Obadiah bind their kings in chains and their nobles with links of iron sergeant in ireton's regiment sixteen forty five by thomas babington macaulay the army of cromwell was of remarkable calibre high wages were given to the soldiers and only those who were sober and god-fearing were permitted to join its ranks oaths theft gambling and drunkenness were unknown as macaulay says the most rigid discipline was found in company with the wildest enthusiasm. One peculiarity of the Puritan was his choice of given names for his children. He was not satisfied with simple biblical names of one word, but frequently adopted a whole phrase such as zeal of the land, praise God, etc. The Battle of Nesseby between the forces of Charles I and those of Cromwell resulted in the utter defeat of the king the royal army was nearly annihilated the man of blood was the name given by the puritans to king charles the editor oh wherefore come ye forth in triumph from the north with your hands and your feet and your raiment all red and wherefore doth your rout send forth a joyous shout and whence be the grapes of the winepress which ye tread O oh, evil was the root, and bitter was the fruit, and crimson was the juice of the vintage that we trod, for we trampled on the throng of the haughty and the strong, who sat in the high places and slew the saints of God. It was about the noon of a glorious day of June that we saw their banners dance and their cuirasses shine, and the man of blood was there with his long-essenced hair and astley and sir marmaduke and rupert of the rhine like a servant of the lord with his bible and his sword the general rode along us to form us to the fight when a murmuring sound broke out and swelled into a shout among the godless horsemen upon the tyrant's right and hark like the roar of the billows on the shore the cry of battle rises along their charging line for god for the cause for the church for the laws for charles king of england and rupert of the rhine the furious german comes with his clarions and his drums his bravos of alsatia and pages of whitehall they are bursting on our flanks grasp your pikes close your ranks for rupert never comes but to conquer or to fall they are here they rush on we're broken we're gone our left is borne before them like stubble on the blast. O Lord, put forth thy might, O Lord, defend the right. Stand back to back in God's name, and fight it to the last. Stout Skippen hath a wound, the centre has given ground. Hark, hark, what means the trampling of horsemen on our rear? Whose banner do I see, boys? It's he, thank God, it's he, boys. Bear up another minute brave oliver is here their heads all stooping low their points all in a row 
like a whirlwind on the trees, like a deluge on the dikes. Our cuirassiers have burst on the ranks of the accursed, and at a shock have scattered the forest of his pikes. Fast, fast the gallants ride, in some safe nook to hide, their covered heads predestined to rot on Temple Bar. And he, he turns, he flies, shame on those cruel eyes, that bore to look on torture, and dare not look on war. Ho, comrades, scour the plain, and ere ye strip the slain, first give another stab to make your search secure, then shake from sleeves and pockets their broad pieces and lockets, the tokens of the wanton, the plunder of the poor. Fools, your doublets shone with gold, and your hearts were gay and bold, when you kissed your lily hands to your lemons to-day. And to-morrow shall the fox, from her chambers in the rocks, lead forth her tawny cubs to hole about the prey. Where be your tongues that late mocked at heaven and hell and fate, and the fingers that once were so busy with your blades, your perfumed satin clothes, your hatches and your oaths, your stage plays and your sonnets, your diamonds and your spades. Down, down for ever, down with the mitre and the crown, with the belial of the court and the mammon of the pope. There is woe in Oxford halls, there is wail in Durham stalls. The Jesuit smites his bosom, the bishop rends his hope. And she of the seven hills shall mourn her children's ills, and tremble when she thinks, on the edge of England's sword, and the kings of earth in fear shall shudder when they hear what the hand of God hath wrought for the houses and the ward. End of section seven. This recording is in the public domain.